0: What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities.
1: What's up? This is Belle Biddefoe. This is Judy Andrew Salva. This is
0: Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India RE. So much more. All from a
2: woman's perspective.
3: What flavor are you baby?
2: This is Cafe Mocha. This week on the show, she helped Lil Nas X go from no name to fame. This is Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Lonnie, Love, and Yo Yo. Netflix is finally pulling the trigger on those password sharing situations. Have have they caught you yet? Have they I mean like everybody in the family has my Netflix, my Hulu, my Peacock, my HBO Max. I'm just like here, I'm paying for all of it for work. So share, share, share. You
4: I know- just these streaming what's services are doing a lot. I mean, you know, right now in Hollywood having a writer's strike. Now, for those mm-hmm. that don't understand, the writer's strike is is a union for the writers in Hollywood. And for years, um they have been under an old contract. And the reason why this is a strike is because their last contract, they didn't, we didn't have these streaming services. So what's happening is say like, um, for example, you take a show like in living color and in living color, you know, it was a hit for, uh, when it was on the network and Fox. then it gets sold into syndication mm-hmm. to another network. Now, the problem is. If now you sell it to some place like a Netflix or something like that, there's no way of checking because they have no contract with these streaming services. So
2: Fox had it on initially. Let's yes. say they give it to the CW network, the CW's running it. Their contract allows for how much they should get paid under that contract with the CW. But if Netflix takes it, there's no agreement for what to do and how you get paid. And then plus Netflix doesn't have to tell how many times it gets streamed. So there's no way of knowing what to get paid anyway. Right.
4: Right. And so you don't know the numbers. And so ultimately, imagine if you have created something and you see it on TV and everybody think you're making money because it's all over the world and you're not getting anything for it. So That's that why is the suing. Well, Monique is currently in the process of suing CBS Paramount because of the Parkers. Now, the the Parkers was under a different contract. If y'all remember, there was a UPN, which was the black network um, under CBS, and they put all the black shows on UPN, which the Parkers being one of them. Well, uh, lo and behold, UPN is no longer here, But they sold it to other networks, but that contract was so bad. And I know that because I was under um, contracts and I would see you know, like shows that I was on. I'm like, wow. You know, I like, I was on uh, episodes of girlfriends. Um, there were other episodes that, um, I was on and you don't, you only get a little bit of money. Well, that's because that was a different type of contract. So the writers of the writers of, of, uh, the Parkers sued and won. And so Monique, as the talent, wants to sue because they are still showing it on different, you know, networks and they're not she's not getting paid. And so um, her both her and Countess Vaughn supported her, stood with her um, in that in that lawsuit. So we'll see what happens with that. And we're going to see what happens with these writers and working with these streaming companies, because now you have like, say NBC and say, you, you write a show and it goes on NBC, you get paid for that. But now NBC has Peacock. Mm-hmm. You don't get paid for it you to lying. be on Peacock. You lying. So th- yeah. You so lying, this is- right? No. There's not- nothing in
2: the contract that says once it starts streaming on Peacock,
4: because it was an old contract. That's what I'm saying. It was old. It was, wow. it, the contracts didn't have streaming services because by then we didn't have the technology. That's what
0: they're doing to the music as well.
4: Yeah exactly yeah. you know with streaming services everything has to change and these companies are making buku millions of dollars okay. you know um and it was funny because um netflix tried to do this live thing for uh the dating show love is blind and i think they thought oh well because we did the chris rock uh stand-up special and it was live we didn't have a hitch they tried to do that with Love is Blind. They spent all this money, um, you know, advertising it. They had all these type of events for it and everything and turned around because there was a much larger audience for love is blind they couldn't technically get it together it's being reported and so it ended up being a really like bad thing because like they couldn't get it up technically they had to tape it wait the next day and put it on air so with streaming services there's a lot that's still happening uh people have to fight for their money And I'm all for fighting for the money because, you know, is you create a product, you want to be paid for it. That's right. That's right. That's my soapbox for today.
2: All the way, they call her the hip-hop whisperer. She's talking about taking your game to the next level. This is Cafe Mocha.
0: Here's your dose of espresso. Strong hot news now.
2: This is Angelique with The Espresso. The TV writer's strike kicked off this week, and I promise you the first shows that are going to get canceled are going to be the black ones, and they'll be replaced with ratchet Reality TV. Anyway, the Tupac and Afeni Shakur documentary is the highest-rated, unscripted series ever for the FX
3: network. I would say it's been, like a test on my faith, you know what I'm saying? You know how, I guess his name was Job in the Mm -hmm. Bible, who God just did all of this crazy stuff to him just to make sure his faith was straight, and that's how it was. It made me, if I didn't have all of this stuff, I don't think that my feet would have been so firm. If God ain't finished with me yet, let him check me.
2: Dear Mama is currently on FX and streaming on Hulu. New to Apple+, Plus. rapper, actor, common stars in the series Silo, set in the future. In the silo, we've been stripped of history, so people don't know what happened in the past. So it's no racism, it's no sexism, but within that, it's this murder mystery that goes on in our first season. That's the espresso. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. They always used to say it takes about seven years to make an overnight celebrity, but thanks to TikTok, If your song goes viral, you could literally become an overnight sensation. But then what? How do you turn that viral moment into a career? We're taking you behind the music with an icon who worked artist development and a performance expert. She's worked with Janet, Diddy, Justin Timberlake. Welcome KJ Rose to Cafe Mocha. Hey, KJ. Hey, ladies. Thank you so much for having me.
4: Good to see you. Um, You know, what is, you call yourself the hip hop whisperer um, and you have a book out called The Rose Effect, The Eight Steps to Delivering the Performance of Your Life. First of all, uh, how did we come up with hip hop whisperer and what do you do?
5: I say more often, um, or people have referred to me as the talent whisperer. Um, I think that, you know, part of the journey has been in hip hop but yeah i think it's more talent whisper and i think that's come about because i am an artist we're all artists wherever you occupy space that is your stage and i speak the language of artists um and at one point i was a performance artist and now i am a performance directing artist and helping people to access all of their potential and and to go in and to see it in real time, artists like Lil Nas and Nas and 24K Golden and Erica Campbell, I give them nothing that they don't already possess. My job is to irritate and agitate areas <laughs> of potential that has merely been lying dormant. That's what I do, and that's where the name came from.
4: KJ Rose, I'm going to ask you something, uh, the performance okay. whisperer. In your <laughs> opinion, right now, we have a, a young lady. Her name is Chloe uh, Bailey. I gave you,
1: more than you.
4: Just put out her first album. It didn't sell as well. Um, what could you do to help her and her performance? If you if you were um, asked to,
5: I would first you know part of my process is asking you what you think about yourself long before anybody else has an opinion. You know, what are your thoughts? What is your internal narrative? Because the external expression is either we're watching you in real time you know, in in the process of it or healing in it, or you're really confirmed and you've declared it. And so if she has declared it, I would tell her, don't stop. The people that are supposed to get it, will get it. Don't outsource your win. Keep moving and, and pushing in the direction that you believe you should be, and otherwise you're doing it for other people. And so there are always going to be moments where it feels like an upward battle, but she needs those moments for her win, that is on the way so I would tell her to continue in it let's figure out the parts that you've declared for yourself the parts that you're owning and the parts that you subscribe to about with other people and their thoughts about what you do and once I take you from there and we break down everything that you're doing to figure
0: out if it was your idea or someone else's then we'll move forward That's I like I that I I, I like that. Now, you kind of help them address the stage, you know, because a lot of these artists nowadays, as Angie was saying, has gotten their bloom from TikTok, you know, and Lonnie's field being funny on Instagram. How do you take them Mm -hmm. from social media to the stage? Yeah,
5: I think a lot of the calls that I get now are artists that get signed on metrics and data, but they don't have enough performances in the tank so that when they get out there, they're telling a compelling story. And that's the job that I am honored to do with artists. For them to even share their gift with me, you know, I find it, you know, a privilege because that, I mean, we are, as artists, we are sensitive about our stuff, whether that's stand-up, whether that's, you know, us in concert, whether that's speaking. It is something that is personal for us. So I, I abandon, when I walk in with an artist, any kind of preconceived notions that I have, any... Um, lesson plan that I have because I need to see where they are. I might not always meet them where they are because my job is to not wait for your energy. I need to go higher so you will come up to mine. Um, But I am aware of where they are. And so I think it's, it's so personal once I understand what their vulnerabilities are. Once I'm vulnerable with them, it allows them to feel safe and it gives them permission to share that vulnerability with me. And it's really about storytelling. Like... You can't tell a story in metrics all the time, but you can tell the story from heart to heart. So I get them from, you know, what's just routine, what is just about clicking of the button and and getting the the data from it. But what are you really saying? What do you care about? And have you pre-approved yourself before you ask us to pre approve you? And so uh, it is that work that I dive into once they come to me. Um, so that when they are on stage, because that's really where the longevity lies. And Yo-Yo, you notice know in terms of touring, like if people believe that they're coming to get something that they can't get from just listening to you on, you know, the tracks that they, you know, could hit play on whatever app mm-hmm. that they have if they know that they come in. And that's one of the things I did with Nas. I mean, he could have completely rested on his path, laurels. Nas has been performing forever.
0: up with Rose.
2: but when i went
5: in i said yo you the only messenger we got your job is to give us a reason to get out of bed and to come and and give us the bonus that exists in your stories i was like you the only storyteller so you got to do it in such an explicit way that your story cannot be hijacked and you the only one that can tell it and then we moved past the metrics at that point
4: it's cafe mocha on the line kj rose performance coach Performance Whisperer. Her new book is called The Rose Effect Eight Steps to Delivering the Performance of Your Life. Now, you said that you worked with Little Nas X. Um, were you instrumental in him and that decision for the way that he uh, came out?
5: I was instrumental in giving him the tools to figure out how he wanted to do it. Mm. Uh, but in terms of dictating how it happened, that was all on him. I always tell artists I don't give you anything that you don't already possess Mm. you know I just I I irritated I agitated you know potential that's been lying dormant so there was a vision that already existed that my my job my assignment was just to unlock it for him and so you know we started when he got signed if he got signed on a Wednesday we were together by Friday you know and his the next week we were doing, you know, Stagecoach with Billy Ray Cyrus. And then the following week, we were doing Old Town Road. so Yeah,
0: I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my
2: horse to the Old Town
0: Road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached
5: he got thrown in very quickly and i think just having that support you know of someone saying hey let me figure out you know let's just talk about the strength you already have like you've not been on stage yet but let's build to that what do you want to say i was like what is old town road about when does the road end and he was like it never ends it's about limited possibilities Mm. and when he said that i knew We had a lot to work with and we could, you know, truly move forward because it's not about how I would do it. It's giving him the tools to access exactly how he needs to do it and wants to do it. You You sound
2: like a therapist
4: almost. That's what it sounds like. And it's a hit and it's working. I'm going to get this book, The Rose Effect. I mean, eight steps to (laughs) delivering the performance of your life. Can you talk about a a couple of the performances that you, you talk about in your book, The Rose Effect?
5: Yeah. So the book is really like stories, anecdotal stories of me in the music industry um, and just life. Um, There's one chapter called From Shame to Significance. And I talk about how I wrote this song called The Rose Effect. And it was really therapeutic. It was for me to push past a a bad relationship and and the emotions that come with it. And then I would go out on the road and sing it and, and people would really respond well to it. But it always transported me back to that place. As I was trying to get out of that place, it would always take me back. Um, And so then I just kind of like did away with it. And then nine years later, I met a young woman that said, do you have any music that we can put in a project I'm working on? And at the time I was like, nah, I ain't got nothing. You know, I'm working on something new. Let me send you something new. And the girl I was with, my friend was like, but you got a whole album. I was like, yeah, but you know, I've grown. I'm, I'm in a new place. And they were basically like, Well, we ain't got time for your evolution or your new place. Can you just send us something now? And I was like, Uh. And so I sent them a better way. And weeks later, it was the song that ended up on Queen Sugar uh, in a very kind of like pivotal moment uh, when Aunt Vi was sharing with her man that she was sick, um, Hollywood. And so in the book, it is a storytelling element to it, but then there are, you know, the, the lessons that I learned. So in that, I realized that our job is not to figure out where something will land or what the end result will be, but our job is truly just to complete the task. And I think that in that moment, I had no idea, you know, how much reach that that song would have uh, and then also in the book, there's an actionable piece because I'm like a lot of times we discount things because we don't know how people are going to perceive it. We discount it based on time. We discount it because we just nobody else validated it. So we just like dismiss it. But I ask every reader to write down three things that they've left incomplete, whether it is an idea or a book or a play, whatever it is, like, Write down three and then choose one to complete. So that's how each chapter is set up. And then at the end of it, I give you seeds of wisdom. Um, And a few of those are don't don't outsource your win. Pre-approve yourself. Don't wait to access the energy in the room. Bring your own. And knowing, entering every room, knowing that you are the solution and you are the yes. But my favorite is God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. 1 Corinthians 1, 27, 23, 29, uh, and that is the Rose Effect.
4: How can we keep in touch with you, uh, KJ Rose?
5: Yes, you can keep in touch via IG, which is KJ Rose Effect, which is also my Twitter. I am on LinkedIn, anybody got business, uh, Kiana KJ Rose Henson, uh, and that's the same for Facebook and my website, kjrose.com. Um, I've created power chants as well, and these chants are bite-sized musical jolts of motivation whenever you are entering into a new situation, a new opportunity where you need to remind yourself of your dopeness. Um, Would you mind if I said a little piece of that power chant? Go ahead. Sure. I'd love it. I'll send it to you so you can actually have the, the entire thing. But imagine bomb bum bom. This is like a black man. Bow bow bomb. So I went to fan So this is the marching one hundreds. Right. Okay. And so I go, you are the yes you've been waiting for. Uh-uh. Don't you ever forget what you came here for? Uh-uh-uh. And no matter what, you just make it count. Uh-uh. Take up space with your gift. That's what it's about. You are the yes you've been waiting for. Don't you
0: ever what it's about.
5: And that is You Are The Yes, available on all the things, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, and whenever you, this 30 seconds, whenever you just need it. to be reminded, if you are,
0: go get it. Right. And if you forget it, you could just go, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh uh, uh,
4: uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you, KJ Rose. The book is called <laughs> The Rose Thank Effect you. Eight Steps to Delivering the Performance of Your Life. Thank you so much for joining us on Cafe Mocha, KJ Rose. We appreciate you.
5: Thank you for having me and continued success. It is an honor to be on the radio with you. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. K.J. Rose giving us the steps to delivering the performance of your life. Her book is called The Rose Effect. We're called Cafe Mocha.
5: We're at Cafe Mocha Radio.
6: Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network.
0: It's
5: Cafe Mocha.
1: It's Cafe
2: Mocha. Angelique, yo-yo on the line. is Angie Stone, the mm,
0: newlywed. You Pride on up. I'm gonna punk <laughs> on. Pride uh, on up. I'm gonna punk you up on. You pride on up. I'm gonna punk on. Ride <laughs> on up.
4: Hey.
3: <laughs> Hello, y'all Miss Y'all
1: remember Angie. that old song?
0: <laughs>
2: Heck
4: yeah. Listen. We still
3: got hey, it on y'all.
0: extended vinyl. What you talking about? Right,
2: listen. I'm
3: just messing with you.
0: This is one of the queens of hip hop. I... Would not be who I am without her. A lot of people know her as a r diva, an R&B sensation. I know her from "Funk You Right On Up." I'm on a "Funk You Right On Up" sequence. Oh my Angie goodness. Stone. People mm. don't know that you are a hip hop diva, hip hop queen. One of well, the people first. know. People know
3: Angie. People know B. Angie B. You know. Yeah. I, I, before I was Angie Stone, I was Angie B, even though they tried to do B, Angie B, and all these other things, that is synonymous for hip-hop. The B was the boss. So at the end of the Come day, on, we had we had fun back in the day, and it was, you know, it was a legendary time for us all. I, mean, I was just doing an interview for Showtime and just telling people, letting everybody know that we all are so important to the history of hip-hop, yes. every last one of us, uh, that participated in this uh, iconic move um, in the history today. So I'm just grateful that God chose me to be a part of that. And I'm thankful to you, Yo-Yo. And uh, you're welcome sweetheart. And I wanna say thank you because without you, uh, Moni Love, Queen Latifah, um, MC Light, Salt and Pepper, without all of the queens of hip hop, we would not still have the legacy that we have as females. Uh, shout out to Miss Lauren Hill who yes. took the sequence brand of rapping and singing onto the next level. And I'm yes. just overwhelmed. I'm just overwhelmed that we we were you know a small part of that. Um,
2: uh, that big that part. I would. Yeah. I would argue. I would argue that the, too. Yes. Yeah. A, big part, a big part. A big part. You're part. the first. You're the first yes. female rapper
3: that any of us ever heard that I ever heard. Well, you heard. know. You, you know. I know, but you know, and I'm, I can say this to Yo-Yo because Yo-Yo, we go all the way back, sweetheart. Yes. And the a, a thing uh, that is crazy for me is we're from, I'm from South Carolina. Yo-Yo's from California, and we've all had to taste the slice of New York and yes. New Jersey. I'm um, feeling like that is the home of hip hop, which we know they have a lot of uh, culture there. And we take our hats off to it because they took everything to the next level. But, you know, when God created this thing, he created it unanimously across the world. And we were just quite uh, a few of the ones that he chose to be a part of that whole army of hip hop. And I'm just so grateful that especially you uh, remember that we did have a couple of things that we did contribute. And I'm just grateful. That you guys remember because for 45 years and we have kind of been overlooked a lot. And um, the girls, my partners, are Blondie and Cheryl, Mm -hmm. Uh, over 40 years have been heartbroken. And I think it's Mm -hmm. because we never take uh, flowers away from our sisters because at the end of the day, we are all part of the same tree. And we have to remember that at all all times. We're talking to
0: Angie Stone's Cafe Mocha. Go ahead, Yo-Yo. And it's so it's so dope that you say that, Angie, because it really, it really matters. And we really don't it know does. Like when you start in it, you are just trying to get done. You're just trying to be heard. Yeah, you just want to be seen. And you really don't know how to... Who's
1: the first?
3: You don't know. And and, and and it doesn't even
0: matter who's the first. What what matters is the history. It's the history.
3: What you've contributed. Mm -hmm. The the history matters.
0: And when you go back and you learn your history and you want to understand who has lined it up for us. Like, I can't be great without you. I always mention your name. And I I love realize.
3: Thank you. I didn't even realize it was you when I first started.
0: I didn't realize I it was you. And, and I know,
3: and I have to, I know, you know why I have to tell people all the time, you know, people say, well, did you forget your girls? Why'd you get out here? Let me tell you something. When I became an R&B star, I was already 30 years old, mm-hmm. and I was told by Clive Davis and my team at Arista do not mention i had a gag order about mentioning hip-hop because they didn't want to age me i was blessed enough to still look young and so as a result they did not want the hip-hop era to age me because at that point i started in 79 and if i wanted a career as a singer then i had to be quiet keep my mouth shut and do what i was told Uh, of course as i became as i became more and more famous i began to do hip-hop on my live shows and people then knew oh wait a minute this is the same girl that did funk you up so it was it was it was pretty much shut up and do your job and for me being a single young mother uh trying to survive in an industry that was male dominated I had to do as I was told, but it never meant that I forgot my humble beginnings. I remember asking Sylvia Robinson, can I rap and sing? Because I knew that one day I would grow up and I wanted to sing. So my singing, God said, your gift will make room for you. And I was able to come back and address hip hop from the right angle. So when Missy came and when all these people came that had the ability to sing, I was so grateful. I remember Queen Latifah, you know, loving Angie Stone or Angie Bean. I remember her saying, please Angie, come help me. And I was there to encourage her to let her know, hey, you're a dope singer. You don't have to hide behind just being a rapper. And I was there as a support system. I didn't care who was first or second or third. I just wanted to be there to make sure that we all stayed on top. And as a result, I think I was expecting people to remember all those things and as we get older, you know, my birthday was yesterday. I turned sixty one. So to start at seventeen and to still be in this business and still be relevant in this business and have to deal with the uh the pressure of people still not knowing that hey you did you made cash box. You were the first uh, one of the first rap female artists to make billboard, to make cash, to actually make a 12 inch record, you know, to explain that to a young P- uh, audience that don't, could care less. It, it, it's hard, but it, you know, it hurts me because as women yeah. I expect for all of us to have each other's back. That's and right. I, that's why I just, I commend you, Yo-Yo, because Shirley Pearl and Blondie who are yes, very much like is. me is very, it, it, is very, heartbreaking for them to you know i went on to become a, a, a successful singer well for people that that's all that they have under their belt they want to be able to smell their to roses be while they're to be alive. acknowledged
0: yes, yes.
3: Mm, so well, my what? my head is off to you miss yelly and all of the people that never forget that we did do a, a little something to make a, a difference big something. thank you
0: a big something
2: in okay
3: your <laughs> thank you
2: What do you think of today's female rappers? Because I think, you know, for a time, Mm -hmm, there wasn't a lot going on with female rappers. It felt like there were only a couple of sprinkles here and there. Now it feels like not only are they there, but they're number one on the chart and everybody knows them. And they're hosting Saturday Night Live and like stuff is happening for real.
3: Politicking. Yeah, my head is off to all of the females that are doing the thing. And uh, unlike... Uh, Yo-Yo, myself, and and the crew from back in the day, Uh, we didn't have to use uh, things to to lure you in. It was the fun of it all. It was the lyrics. It was the challenging, you know, the friendly competition, all the things that kind of kept us, you know, kept the juices rolling. I am a little disappointed that, you know, we have to, that sex sells so much that we have to use the prowess of of our sex appeal to say, hey, oh, wow, look at me. You know what I mean? It's not about look at me, it's like, listen to me. Say something that means something that makes a difference so that people, you know, like when, when Lil' Kim spits or when, when Queen Latifah and them spit, you know, they talking, they talking a lot of mess, but guess what, they can back it up. And my thing is, these girls now is just like, if you ain't got the, uh, the booty shots or the breast shots and the, everything else that goes along with the language, then you're you're irrelevant. It bothers me that, you know, one day that too will play out. And then what? Your craft have to be able to carry you.
2: Cafe Mocha, we're talking to Angie Stone. Uh, Angie, I, of course, we always (laughs) want to talk to you about the history of hip hop, but we invited you to congratulate you on your wedding. And turning know.
3: So tell us about yes, yes. This this wedding. Got married. I got married on November the twelfth. Thank you, sweetheart. Listen, I've been so busy working and grinding that's what I forgot about living and loving. And uh, when I decided that okay, I'm going to do this, I ran into someone I went to grammar school with, elementary, uh, middle school, and high school, and we knew right away. Hey, how have you been? I've been finding out blessed to marry a man that was from my hometown. Um, uh, his name is Benjamin Wirtz And I have to tell you, he is such a gentleman. He said, God uh, allowed him to wait for his wife. And I have to tell you, I'm in a place I've never been before, you know, cause I've been independent all my life, but I can tell you this, I am having the time of my life. It's like things, God gave me a second chance. I'm about to drop a new record. Um, I just signed a new deal, got a new husband and a whole new, you know, regime. I got a new TV show that I'm working on that uh, I actually created called House of Play that I'm co-hosting with uh, Music Soul Child. So it's a lot of good things happening and I'm pushing the narrative of my foundation, which is called Angel Stripes, where I really support and love on the senior citizens. So I'm yeah, really what do you in a what do you great space. What do you do with that, Angie? With my with my senior citizens. Well, yes. first uh, the first thing that I got with them is I took them out to vote. Vote back when Barack Obama was running. That was my first initiative to. Pulled together a lot of the senior citizens. I got car services, and I went around to every senior home I could find and took them to the polls to vote. Then I started giving them uh, uh, Thanksgiving meals and setting up family visits for a lot of the uh, senior citizens that don't have family. And because there used to be a thing years ago called candy stripes, I patterned my business the candy stripes and angel stripes is a bunch of young people who need to learn about compassion and loving on the elderly because we will get there one day and what we do is we put together i just did a big thing uh right after my wedding uh, where we did a giveaway i did a performance for them free and then i just gave them all love and gifts and it's what i do I mean, this summer i plan on taking them out to the parks to play bingo to the movies and different things and just Sitting there, making sure that they live, doing their hair, painting their nails, do whatever it's going to take for them to remember that we love you.
2: And we love you, Angie. Make sure that love when you your back. show, uh, you know, when it starts airing, you got to come back and and give us everything, okay? <laughs> Tell us everything. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> Congratulations. Don't worry. I'll be calling on you guys shortly. Look, I ain't put this many years in to forget my humble beginnings, So I thank you all. I wish you continued success, and I will always be here if you need me. And Yo-Yo, for me to you, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you and all your hip-hop prowess. Please let all of my sisters know that I am so proud of them, and we love them. Anyway, we got to keep each other lifted. Yep. Okay. I
0: love you. I love you. I love your inspiration. I love what you've done in music. I love what you've done as a woman. I've loved what you've done as a mother. I love what you've done. Thank as you. Huh? I love the fact that you, you have, have contributed. You've, You've made a blend of, of of what you were to who you are now, which is very hard Thank to you. do in this industry. A lot of people don't know yeah. it's hard to blend and come into right. the new, being a part of something so young and being a woman in this industry. A lot of people don't understand. It's hard. It's just a man's field. It it's is a man's world. But for you to stay it so is. strong in the songs you've made that has contributed <laughs> to women, And your growth as a woman, as a single mother, as a legendary artist in this industry, we congratulate you cafe Moco. thank you so much you no know, radio for women of color number right. one radio syndicated radio for women of color we okay we pull our hats off to you and show you all the love you deserve
3: thank you so much and like i said continued success and i look forward to what the future is bringing to us all thank you and god bless, god bless. you both
2: bless you as well
4: Thank you, okay. Angie. Thank you, I love you. All
0: right, you. y'all. Love y'all. I love, love you. Love thank you. People. We promote you mm-hmm. all over. All right,
4: babe. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. She is the Empress of Soul. You know oh, her.
1: Thank
4: you so much. As glad as not. You know, Miss Knight, I am so hey. excited to talk to you. Congratulations. You are the National Medal of Arts recipient. How does it feel to get this honor from the president?
1: Amazing, you know. I don't. I. I mean, it's great when when they call you, you know,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and and you take get a chance to do something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's all how how I always look at things, you know.
4: Now, you're in good company with these people, Miss Knight, because your exceptional talent has influenced music genres from rhythm and blues to gospel to pop. Um, It's captivating. (laughs) You know, you just you're just awesome. Can you tell us how do you keep it so young? How do you keep it so fresh? Because you're still touring. Yes,
1: because I just love what I do. And and I, I stand on solid ground as far as God is concerned. He He gives us themes, and for me, it's a song. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so there you go. And then my wonderful husband keeps me balanced.
4: I love he that. He does. I love that. Yeah.
1: Come on, come on. You owe you owe him fifty dollars.
4: You know, I owe him I owe your husband Bill fifty dollars because I was at the Kennedy Center honors that you got honored uh, this fall for the Ken at the Kennedy Center and I didn't get yeah. to see you. And that was a magnificent <laughs> tribute. How did that feel? How does it feel to be at this point in your career and you're you're being you're getting all this acknowledgement?
1: It's amazing. It really is. It's amazing. And you can't take those things for granted. And having things like this or have someone to put you in that era, Mm -hmm. you know, in that measure, I mean, you know, you get a chance to help others as well. It's not just about us, Mm -hmm. so to speak. You know, and that's what what I like about it the most is the fact that you can go up a little bit, but then... You know, you get a chance to grow and you get a chance to pass it on.
4: Definitely. Well, congratulations, Miss Knight. I can't wait to come and see you. And you guys, if you want to go see Gladys Knight in concert, go to GladysKnight.com. I will see you soon and tell your husband I'll have that $50 waiting when I see you. (laughs)
1: Yeah. okay I love you he, he told me to tell you to get
4: that $50 weight. I'm coming on the show it's going to be home for
1: all
4: My money is <laughs> did you hear that did hear
1: that oh I love it I love it have a did, good did day miss night it's cafe yeah Munker. there you go take care of yourself bye bye <laughs> and stand tall see what happens
4: I know love you
1: Love
2: you too, babe. Bye-bye. That's the show. Until next time, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to mocapodcastnetwork.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Click subscribe. Click like. Check us out. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information,
6: shocking the heck out of everybody the legendary funky divas in vogue this topic is girl groups in the industry to syndicated broadcast personalities lonnie love and dede mcguire as well as an array of experts and activists mocha podcast network a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.